Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Despite what their moms told them, they just aren't talented enough for radio. Unfortunately, anyone can have a show these days. Sean. Well, I'm pretty hard to figure out sometimes. I can't even figure myself out sometimes, so don't you try to. Joe. You're an idiot. And really, a disloyal person. This is the Cuse Militia. Those two unapologetically biased, orange-blooded homers, Sean and Joe. It's the most bullshit thing I've seen in 30 years. Welcome, orange men and ladies. Happy Sunday. This is the Cuse Militia with Sean and Joe. At Cuse Militia on the socials, go there, join the militia. Syracuse looked poised to end the 37-home game winning streak for Clemson in the first half. But between uh, Clemson defense coming to life and some self-inflicted wounds by the Orange late, a 17-point fourth quarter for the Tigers would be too much to overcome despite having a shot at the end. And it was kind of a nail-biter until all of a sudden it was not. You'll hear from us, and we will hear from you and fan feedback when we go live via Spotify Live app and YouTube. So, look. We have a ton to get into, so without further ado, here's what Coach had to say immediately following the game. It was a, if you like football, it was a fantastic game between the two defenses. Where the defense is better than the offense is, yes. Did one offense get better at the end? Yes, it did. And I wish I could be saying that about our offense. But, okay, we played a football game. We're a family. We couldn't find a way to punch one more in. We knew one more was going to make the difference, but you got to take your hat off to Clemson. That defense is a big-time defense. Coach, one of the biggest positives in this game was Jahad Carter with the interception and the 90-yard fumble recovery touchdown. Talk to me about the impact that he had on the game. Well, big plays, obviously. He had the scoop and score, and then he turned up and turns around and gets that interception. You know, he's a playmaker. He's had an outstanding freshman year, kind of had the sophomore slump a little bit. But I'm glad to see him coming back. I'm happy for Jahad. He had a fantastic game. Coach, what were they doing to limit Sean Tucker's touches uh, in this game defensively through Clemson? The biggest thing is a lot of that stuff was read, read handoffs where the quarterback is reading. They made it so that the quarterback would t- run the ball more, so the quarterback would take a lot of shots and get physically beaten up. It was a good scheme. Okay? So they took the ball out of Sean's hand and put the ball in the Schrader's hand. Expand on how they do that in coverage, like how they force him to take the ball. All they got to do is the guy that has the quarterback and the guy that has the tailback make the guy take the tailback. Maybe that takes the quarterback. It's just a replay. Coach, saw your quarterback come hobbling by a few minutes ago. It looks like they left it all on the field. Any moral victories from today, or just taking it as it is? Hey, no moral victories. You guys know. That. Last question. How prepared were you guys for the backup quarterback team? I think that was a surprise. We had to adjust. Defensively, you see your defense, you know, four, four, four turnovers in this football game. And as an offense, you know, it, was it getting frustrating at times knowing that, you know, you see the defense coming up and rising to the occasion, the offense just 
you know, stuck in neutral, so to say. Yeah, I mean, there's no elephant in the room. You know, we got to play better, especially the way they played. And um, we'll have to watch the tape and see. It's hard to say right now, but I know little penalties and just explosive plays that were brought back, holdings and, you know, some other calls that may or may not have could have gone both ways. But, uh, you know, we got to play better. We got to execute better. And uh, what exactly, I can't tell you the specifics right now, but we'll have to go watch it. The penalty that kept their drive alive with the out of bounds hit, and then you, there was one on you that looked awfully similar that didn't get called. That what did what did you see at least on the one uh, with you on the sideline? I'm not going to say much on that, but you know, I feel like after watching that, I feel like mine was definitely a lot. Worse. It felt worse at least. So, uh, but I mean, doesn't matter. It's part of the game, and uh, gotta keep playing. All right, Joe. So you heard you heard coach there um, some. Awesome, awesome defense, and uh, just one offense coming through there at the end. But it's not without uh, – it goes without saying that. I mean, obviously we had a shot, and the uh, the late interception, the only turnover in the game for Syracuse comes, um, you know, in Tiger territory with, with, a, with a chance. And it looked like it could have been a UVA-type finish, you know, because it was all but lost. But it, and they were they started to drive the ball and it looked good so yeah um, until it wasn't but uh, you know what to just have a shot and I know it's like you know like coach said no moral victories so we don't we don't need to relive any of that but um, right there's something to be said I think for hanging in there and um, and the flip side of that coin is there's something to be said for losing that lead and just kind of um, becoming a non-factor all the way around in the second half. Third quarter yeah. was, was a juggernaut, and then the fourth quarter was just uh, – that was the difference. Yeah, well, yeah. When I, I mean, third quarter when I saw how Clemson's defense made the adjustment, and, I mean, I know there's going to be a whole bunch of stuff out there, but, you know, Clemson, they were tricking Schrader into – Keeping, keeping the ball, the ball and not giving it to Tucker. I mean, that there were strategic things, you know. Um, I know that they're going to talk about play. It's a it's a run. It's an option. So, I mean, he, Sean Tucker either gets it or Schrader gets it. So, um, those plays are called for a run play, and you know the quarterback is supposed to read what's there. And his number it was there. And then they figured out something in, in, at halftime to be able to spy him and get to him, but also still make it look like they were following and taking away Tucker. So he was for all intents and purposes, making the right read that Clemson was showing him. But then, you know, Clemson was basically tricking them and, and making them to get it to where they basically just took the run game uh, away. So it was heads up um, defense with them. And then, you know, when it started getting loud and when we started, you know, getting behind in, in the downs where you have second and third down and long, you know, over 10 because we're holding and we're doing stuff like that, then those defense alignment are just going to. And that was what I was afraid of because that's what they did. I saw them do the same exact thing to NC State because they just tuck their ears back and they go and they're going to attack you. And um, yeah, I mean, we talked about. A situation where um, there was a defense, or if there was a defense that would be able to figure out how to stop Tucker, Strader, and Gadsden, then it'd be Clemson. Um, and they figured it out, uh, and we didn't score enough points to to eventually, you know, outlast them. They're one of those teams where you sit there and you're just you're waiting, right? And and that's kind of my whole thing when when you're coming back or you're trying to you know improve a program. Um, you know, there's a, a level of opponents 
that when you play and you're at a certain place, it's like, oh, man, you know, there's four or five teams where you're just waiting for the damn floodgates to open. And if you can just stay in the game, you know, then then you're happy. Well, as you get better or, you know, as if your team's a little bit better or showing improvement, just like the Dungy years of 2018, then those games are few and far between. But if there is a game and there is a team every year, that's Clemson. And, and we've been um, – We've been good enough to play in a whole bunch of really close games against Clemson in the last, you know, four to five years. So, yeah, and you know, take into consideration the the crowd noise. Uh, Syracuse handled that really good in, in the first half, and it looked good getting out to a getting out to a nice lead. They had no answers for Schrader. You hush, you know, eighty something thousand fans, and you look like you can't be stopped. Like you said, I mean, Clemson run made off their starting quarterback. Run off the starting quarterback and um, have the backup come in, and we'll get into that in a second. But first, uh, Jacard, um, Jihad Carter had had a day yesterday. Game uh, absolutely, uh, with an interception and the first interception of the year and the first fumble recovery for the year, and not to mention it's a scoop and score for ninety yards. So uh, he was absolutely huge. In, in the game yesterday, and um, good to see uh, Richmond, out of Richmond, out of the 804 over here in, yeah. uh, in uh, Virginia. So um, good to see that, and he's been a little quiet this year after making some noise last year, but um, goes without saying, I mean, just an absolutely awesome game for him. Um, you you kind of covered the, the read option stuff, uh, Clemson forcing Trader to keep the ball. There's a lot of talk about Tucker only getting five touches and – we can. Um, it's easy to be real critical of that now, um, you know, knowing what we saw. And, and he's averaging 10 yards a carry. Yes, he's averaging 10 yards a carry. But one of those was a 23-yard run. Um, so should we had more just instead of the read option stuff, just feeding it to Tucker? The thing about it is, for me, is that uh, he didn't – look great getting peeling himself off the ground when he was peeling himself off the ground. And I don't know if that has anything to do with it, but at the end of the day, you've got to wonder with as banged up as he's been, you know, here and there and still playing, uh, what, what is he at? What percentage is he at? You know? And, right. um, so it's obviously not a hundred. It's obviously not a lot of those guys are not a hundred. Yes. Most, uh, Garrett Schrader, you heard, uh, uh, I think it was uh, someone from uh, the Clemson side of the of the ball uh, asking coach about Garrett Schrader. Uh, he was asked himself about how he's feeling, and he, he said, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm fine, a little, some bumps and bruises. Uh, yeah, he, was, he limped off the field. I know Marlowe X isn't 100%, so. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they're all out there fighting. Yeah, the, and, and like I said on Twitter last night, you know, there was, there's, I've never seen this team give up. I didn't expect it to happen yesterday, and it didn't. It just got sloppy. Uh, there was some implosion moments, but it was just kind of sloppy. Cade uh, Klubnik comes in for Uwalungale, right, and uh, makes some noise. Uh, didn't do a whole lot, but just enough to make the difference. How was he? 19 yards. Two for four for nineteen, and he he ran what six for fifteen. So, um, the the difference in the second half for them offensively was Shipley. I mean, he he ripped off a fifty yarder, and then uh, I think he totaled what one hundred and seventy two. So um, he's just a guy that you that can wear a defense down, and also the dude is fumbled twice in his career, never lost one. Was it twice or three times? 
in his in his tenure at Clemson, but he never lost one until yesterday. You get the four turnovers, and you think, you know, how can how can Clemson win with the four turnovers? Well, how they win is the offense doesn't turn those into points. And they turned one into points. Jihad Carter did, as we mentioned. But um, it's just one of those things that's like the home field advantage, the, the, the elite talent of Clemson just coupled together with um, just a hard-fought game and us not making the right adjustments. You can quite, If you want to question something about uh, you know, the, the, the touches and stuff, you can talk about the adjustments that, that probably – could have would have should have been made and i don't know what you'd go back and do differently i'm not a coach but it looked like the same thing to me they didn't do anything and i mean what do you change right but you got to expect them to make adjustments and you got to make adjustments in the second half to take care of that so it just didn't look like it happened plain and simple yeah i mean you try to make the adjustments but again when you when you're killing yourself like that i mean it's just tough because you know, Clemson, they were driving the ball the whole game. You saw that with the with the you know change in the yards. Like we we weren't stopping them from driving. We stopped them from scoring because of turnovers. And realistically, they they stopped themselves with some bad. Yeah, it could have been a blowout. By the way, could have would have probably should have been. Without, I mean, if, you take away if, the turnovers. If, if Clemson plays a clean game, absolutely, yeah. So, but they didn't. Um, and if if some butts were candy and nuts, well, I remember exactly. Christmas, so and then when you get to the second half, you know they showed up with better adjustments, with a deeper team and um they had their 12th man behind him and um you know there's a bunch of plays that i know that we're going to talk about later uh that coulda shoulda woulda like you said um but you know we we came out there and on offense we killed ourselves on offense we killed ourselves in the second half and um that with the uh with the coupling of you know the fact of how good clemson's defense really is and the changes that they made there too. So, well, Syracuse had him on the ropes too, you know, and it looked no, no, no. Well, and what did we only have one penalty in the first half? Two, two. I was going to say I saw at one point it was like one it was, for five. It was ten, ten total for like eighty-eight yards, and eight of them came in the second half. Yeah, and that yeah. brings and us and to and this. eight of them for like most the majority but, of the yards. Probably, too. probably seventy-eight. I don't know exactly, but uh, Something like a, that. a couple big ones. Look, this was the this was the game changer for me, and um, we can agree to disagree. But the um, the uh, Fuentes Cundiff um, hit on the quarterback, roughing the passer, um, was an awful, awful decision on third and twenty five. He's going out of bounds. It's going to be fourth and twenty one or something like that. And um, you got to be smarter than that. You got to have your head screwed on tighter than that to not make that kind of really, really, really stupid mistake. Really dumb. And then later in that drive, I was like two, two, yeah. two, two or three plays later, you got a veteran guy in, in, a, in, a, in a leader on defense committing a very, very stupid, uh, immature penalty. In my I opinion. don't really know what that was about. I, I don't, that was frustration. Because that doesn't look like you could like that can happen on accident. That didn't look like an accident. That was out of frustration. Um, they they got the they were going to get the first down there anyway, and then he just tacked on I think half the dif- distance to the goal, and uh, brought us into the beginning of the fourth quarter. And that's where they they um, scored for the first time in the half and mounted started to mount that comeback. But um, Marlo Wax is I thought 
and I know, I know he is. It, it was a it, look. We're all human, right? So we all have our moments, right? But oh yeah, but you know, you gotta you gotta be better than that. You gotta be smarter than that. And the the Fuentes Cundiff one, that was it. That was the one for me. That's what changed. That's what changed the 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 feel of that entire game. Now we yeah. can go back and we can talk about the miss call on Schrader. Um, the, yeah, the ensuing the ensuing drive. Yeah, and I, to be perfectly honest with you, I thought that the refs called a pretty up good into game. that miss call. Up until that miss call. Yes, that's what because I said. Because there were some holds and some stuff like that. Yeah, that was going on both, both ways. Sides, yeah, but. yeah, but but I thought that I thought the officiating was really good up until that point when mm-hmm. they missed that because it was blatant, dude. It was so blatant. And you remember when we used to talk about um, like. Dungy because he th- because he put himself out there, he never got those calls. He never got the roughing calls and in in you know the unnecessary roughness calls because he was always out there scrambling around and doing things and it felt like he was gauged differently by referees. Do you remember those conversations we used to have? It kind of yep. felt the same way. Uh, you know, feels the same way just in general with with Schrader. But Schrader was further out of bounds. Um than Klubnik was. And uh, I thought it was way more blatant. Um, and, you know, he doesn't, we don't get that call, and who knows what happens when we do. And then there was the... Well, bl- what? Yeah. Go ahead. Do you want to piggyback on that? Well, uh, no, you can go ahead. Well, the, Ble- the, the, the Bleich hold after the, I think it was like a 25-yard gain. It was, it was, a, it was a nice... I think it was a 19-yard 19, 19 gain 19? by okay. uh, pass to Rondé Gatson. Yeah, yeah. A, a Gatson catch. Uh, it was going to be a first down. They were going to keep that drive going, and um, put, put some behind the sticks. And you know the announcers called it. I mean, you can't just you just can't get behind the sticks like that against a team like Clemson. They're just going to they're just going to annihilate you because they know they've got the room and the distance to to uh, basically go for the sack and just disrupt everything. And that's what they did. And just a just a bad penalty, but I mean, some I understand I understand that a little bit, but still, um, from there it was just bad. There was a pass interference in the end zone. You know, it was kind of ticky tack towards the end of the game, in my opinion. And you know, it didn't make a difference. I'm not sure if it really made a difference. I don't even think they scored on that drive. That being Clemson, but yeah. Um, well, up until that point, though, they didn't do anything. It was almost like they they had to get. It was almost like he took DJ. Like you out of the out of the game to get himself out of his own way, like just like look, he's just not having a good day. Oh, he he they we they game planned excellent team. for him. They game planned excellent for him. They did, but he also made mistakes. I mean, there was even a sack where he tried to put when he one time when he like brought the ball up and the ball slipped out of his hands. You know, he got fumbled, um, or sorry, he fumbled and there was the pick six. And then some of those throws they weren't good throws. They like got safety in the middle of the field and Jahad Carter. All those inters. I mean. They were run when they were running the ball and they were just grounded and pounding. It was working. It was almost like what we talked about with um, with some of these quarterbacks sometimes, where it's you know you get nervous, like almost like when we were talking about Jack Chambers at NC State. Like we thought they were going to line up and we thought that they were going to be able to possibly win there, but you know our run defense is pretty good against them. And then we got up enough and he just couldn't throw. Well, Clemson's good enough to just line up and and do that, and that's what they did. Like he, you, DJU was making a whole bunch of mistakes, and they were like, "Let's just get, let's just get out of, let's just get him out of his own way. We'll bring this guy in." And dude, they ran the ball sixty damn times. So, I mean, realistically, when you look at it, they ran more, they ran more times than we than we had plays. Let's put it that way. We only had what's that, forty, fifty-four plays, and they ran the ball sixty times. 
Yeah, it was, so, eight, it was um, I think I had that written down, I thought. Yeah, it was 84 to 50, the play the play dis- discrepancy, by the way. To me, I, I'm I'm looking at 85 to 54, but okay. yeah, something like that. So, and then realistically, Whatever. like I said, people got to look at it. We, 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 only, we put up 291 yards. Um, we had, we got 45 yards that, that, that final drive when we were trying to go down and score a touchdown to win. Um, up until that point, we only had 45 yards in the whole second half and we only had 90 yards in the second half. <clears throat> so that's what you saw. You saw Clemson defense step up and a defensive line that basically started and just controlled the game. Um, and it just got frustrating because, it was only Schrader and Tucker, and we know what the deal was with that. And then it seemed like he was only throwing to Gadsden. So, and it got to the point where he, and the, the rough thing is, is it got to the point where he only trusted Gadsden to the point where he was the only person he was looking to. Because I know, and I've heard from some people that there was a couple plays where there were some other receivers that were wide open, but because they had, they don't win their matchups, and because Schrader didn't have enough time in the second half to make his, you know, his um, reads to get down to the next progressions, you know. In the play, um, they just never were seen. Yeah, there's uh, something in fan feedback about that. But, um, you know, I don't know what else we can take away from this as fans. When you come out, you're, we're 6-1. and one. We're going home against a, a, a decent Notre Dame team. Another big opportunity for Syracuse to um, finish one in the Dome. And uh, you can't be but so mad you know, it's it's really tough when it's that close and you got a shot, but they kind of shot themselves in the foot quite a bit in that game, in my opinion. And, you know, we talked going into it, you're not going to be able to commit those kind of penalties and play like that and expect to win against a team like Clemson. You've got to be on your A game. And um, they did a pretty damn good job in the first half, like we said. Uh, two, two penalties. I'm not sure what they were. I don't remember, but I know it was two. And um, it was nothing major, right? I mean... Yeah, well, that's I mean, dude, I was watching it and I was I mean, I would halftime was crazy for me um, because I was getting blown up and people were, oh, oh," you know, from work and just everybody just talking like almost like we already won, you know, and I'm just like, I hate that, you know, it's it's a long half. And they're like, oh, I get that. But you guys are playing good. Your, your, Your offense is moving. Your defense is legit. And even through the third the third quarter. When we had the um the other turn, the what was it, the Will Shipley fumble and then the other interception, um. I was like in the middle of the third. I was like, man, if we can just get one more touchdown, then I don't think I think our defense is playing too good. Like I don't see Clemson being able to come back and win. Um, and that would have been the truth. But um, you know, you like a whole ifs and buts. There's a whole bunch of things in the second half where you say, you know, I wonder, I wonder. Uh, but yeah, it's at fun the same to play time, that game. But and the thing is too is like you said, like Clemson has to have a bad game, and they were having a bad game. They were, and then they basically put themselves in position to, okay, defense, take over, and we're just going to pound the rock and just take care of the ball. And that's like they're they're talented enough. They get over and over top 10 recruiting classes. They're talented enough to just keep it simple and just run it down our throats. And, yeah, we can we be successful? Sure, but, like, we weren't successful with stopping them yesterday. We were successful with turning them over and stopping them from getting points four turnovers and a fourth down stop um well in the second half too um if they never had a drive longer than five plays Syracuse yeah 
No, that's that's what I mean. Like we didn't do anything. No, it's like, um, up it was, until that final drive in the last minute to go down and score. We had forty-five offensive yards in the second half. Five, so five plays a punt, uh, four plays a punt, three plays a punt, three plays a punt, three four yep. plays a punt. I mean, three plays a punt. Interception. So that was our was second sitting, half. I was sitting there just waiting, you know. And to be perfectly honest with you, like and that we inter- don't even oh, know. Hold on, I'm sorry. I, I'm sorry. I have to go back because that interception, that drive was seven plays. So when you when you look at that second half breakdown, you're like, okay, nothing over five plays until we're actually mounting a drive to come back and 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 try to score to tie this game and go ahead with an extra point and yeah. the interception. So that was and they're a playing and drive. they're playing a prevent. So I mean that was kind of part of that too, right? Um, it's just it's difficult. It seemed to me like as soon as they went man to man. That really just stopped our passing game pretty much. You know, Devon Cooper had a tough drop that I think would have kept the uh, chains going in a couple of the drives. It was a little low. It was a little low, but he came sliding into it. Right, and it's like those little things where, like, you Clemson has to have a bad game, and you have to play perfect the whole game to go to Clemson and beat Clemson when you have this type of, you know, roster depth recruiting disparity. You know, Um, we have NFL players absolutely. But the gaps between our first and second and third and theirs, I mean, theirs are closer. Ours are farther. Um, and we already have some people out. Garrett Williams didn't play. So, you know, big ups to Isaiah Johnson. Had a great game, nine tackles. Um, you know, I know that they caught the two-point conversion on him, and there was a couple things. But overall, to ask that guy to come in and start, Garrett Williams not there, you know. So At the that end was of another the day that that was a you know they did stop a two point conversion and they got a two point conversion so at the end right, at the end yeah. of the day i mean and plus it, it was a wash but that was yeah I, I mean everybody noticed it but you're right he played awesome he did he played I mean, you have did. to be perfect think about it yeah. i mean and this is the thing that i tried because again there's all these fans that you know we were talking about it but all these fans that are so upset like or they want to blame somebody blame how many of you that are upset think thought that they were going to be here how many of you fans have been talking about, I mean, how many fans do we know where, you know, we're six to know and there's fans that are kind of like, okay, I get it, but we're, we're lucky to be there, right? We should be four and two or fans that didn't even, or fans that thought that as long as we get a bowl game in the beginning be of happy. the season, then we'd be happy, right? So obviously, you know, you get to six and oh, you get to bowl game and now, you know, you can kind of center yourself and maybe change your expectations a little bit. But I mean, I did that personally last week. After we beat NC State, um, and I shifted my, you know, I said six and six in the beginning of the season, and I would have been happy, and I will be happy because we're going to a bowl game. Um, but I shifted my expectations to eight and four, which I guarantee anybody, if you say in the beginning of the season, hey, eight and four, they they would take it every day of the week, right? Yeah. But absolutely. that that also means that we lose four out of the six last games, which means that there are going to be losses ahead, and it's going to be a rough end of the season. Um, and being eight and four, and then still going to a bowl game to have a chance to get nine wins, or who knows, maybe we're nine and three. You don't know where we're going to go with it. Here's the thing for me, and I was never really there. With with, I I think I had seven and five was my preseason, and yeah. um, I did I didn't have like high expectations, but as you watch the team, your expectations are raised. Like I yep. like I said during during prediction times. Um, you know, I, I have no reason to doubt this team yet. They really haven't given me a reason. Therefore I have no reason to pick them to lose. Right. So, um, with that said, when 
you look at yesterday's game and you think about the opportunity, like there's a serious opportunity at some point in that game. It had to have crossed everybody's mind where you're like, I mean, Syracuse could hold down the Atlantic this year and have a legit shot at, at a championship. And so when you, when you are watching the game and you raise that bar, it's just like, it's just like all the air is sucked out of you. And it just feels like so much worse than it really is. And it just takes it, it, it takes a little bit to really just sit back and put it into perspective. And I can do that a whole lot quicker now than I used to. Probably because, I mean, this show has helped a lot doing this all the time. And also just because I'm older and um, you don't you don't dwell on it like you did back in the day. Or I don't. Right. You know, yeah. but some but people still do. I know. And I mean, look, I mean, when I wake up the next day, they're six and one. Um, and and we're still going to a bowl game, and we've got some big opportunities ahead. They dropped two spots in the AP poll from 14 to 16. Clemson State put it fifth. So, um, well, and that's the thing, right? Is I'm sorry because I've I mean I've heard so many. I mean I got some people that I talked to from up in Syracuse that have some inside information that basically I mean it was all pretty much a done deal if Syracuse beat Clemson. Game day was going to Syracuse for Notre Dame next week. Uh, that's what I heard, but they're going to Jackson um, State now. I heard. I think I read. Yeah, that so there. so it's a situation where you have these things that. I mean, and like I you said, yeah, I, I'm sitting there thinking during the game too. I'm like, there's going to be people talking about college football playoffs in Syracuse if we win this game. Like, yeah, and who who'd have thought? You know, and even in my head, I'm still thinking to myself like. Even if we beat Clemson, there's no way that we're going to go undefeated. Like I just. I've seen – I mean, we haven't seen them go undefeated and everything like that. But, like, we've seen how the seasons have gone. We've seen how – and realistically, when you look at it, everybody loved the, the Dungy senior year, right? We ended up going 10-3. and three. We went to a good bowl. Um, that good, great season, you know, 9-3. and three. Um, Everyone was super happy about that. But, you know, you saw what happened. I mean, that year we lost to Clemson, Notre Dame, and Pittsburgh. We gave it away to Pittsburgh, and we lost at Clemson – in a situation where we could have taken it and won and been ahead of the people you know, talked eight. about the the similarities between the two games other than our quarterbacks getting flattened on the last drive um, well yeah but i mean obviously that that year that year we hurt their their starting quarterback yeah trevor lawrence it, took trevor lawrence out and chase bryce came in yeah. um so this time around we didn't hurt their quarterback right. he just played so bad that they benched him and brought another guy in so um, I don't really see it. I don't look at it the same. He looked like the, uh, you know, DJ from last year. Right. Yeah. But if Trevor Lawrence doesn't get hurt in 2018, they beat us by three touchdowns. It's possible. That's we'll, the, we'll, we'll never know. No, we won't, obviously. But that's what I mean. Like when Clemson's on and they're humming, we've had games like that. We've seen it and we're not close. And we see him do it to other teams. Like I still don't think that Clemson is – all around the Clemson of, I mean, I don't see a lot of NFL receivers developing right now yet um, on their team. You know, there's some some weaknesses and stuff that they have. So I think that once they get to the college football playoff and they line up against somebody that can match up with them in the trenches and it forced them to have to throw downfield and the receivers beat a legitimate defense, um, then I think that they're going to have issues. I mean, I think they had issues doing that against Syracuse and there's going to be defenses in the college football playoffs that are better than Syracuse. So, um, so, but they're still Clemson. They still get top 10 recruiting classes, you know? So, I mean, I, I was reading that article, a noons magician, Kevin wall, probably one of their better articles that they've, 
had all season. But, I mean, he's pretty much just calling out these type of fans where, you know, you, you just you can't have it both ways. You know, you can't sit there and say that they were lucky going four and two, that they're lucky and they should be four and two. And we're lucky that we, we eked out a win at home against Virginia. But then those same people expect you to go to Clemson and win. Right. You know, or these fans that say that, you know, Dino can't recruit and then wonder why we can't go down and be the top 10 recruiting class at, at, at their place. Like it doesn't make any sense. So if those are the same fans, it does not make any sense because those fans those are- just want to complain. And th- th- those fans exist, too. Oh, yeah. They definitely do. Yeah. So, at the end of the day, it's all an expectations thing. I mean, again, 9-3, and three, everyone was happy with that. Nobody thought this was a college football playoff team, and we're not. Let's just be plain and simple. And don't get me wrong. Everybody wants to be the best. Everybody wants to go Let's to Let's just the- be happy with a bowl game against Illinois and be done with it. I'm down. I'd sign up for that today. <laughs> Sign up for that today too. Uh, so we'll see. We'll see. All right, it's time. To By the way, they're seventeenth. They're right behind us in the yeah. Day. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, it's time to hear from you. It's time to hear from you, the loud mouths from the loud house. Uh, you guys know what to do at the end of every game. I ask for your thoughts on that game. You come here and leave them, and we talk about Well, we, you don't come here. I come here, and Joe comes here. But you leave them, and we talk about them here. Either way. And there's a ton of them. And I highly doubt yeah. we're going to get to everything I wanted to get to uh, because it's too much. It's way too much. And mm, there's it, a lot. It's It's... It's a good problem to have, but it's still a problem. Yeah, but there's got to be a lot of the same, right? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's one of those things that it's it's a lot of the same, but some people add some different things, articulate things a little bit differently, and it's put their own flair on things, right? Uh, let's start in Facebook with Melissa, right at the top. Um. Stupid penalties, poor clock management, bad play calling in the second half. That's how she sums it up. And, uh, yeah, we didn't talk about the clock management thing yet. That wasn't great either. Mm. So When, uh, the end? Yeah, the timeout. Yeah, that could have been called. I mean, the timeout and all that stuff. But yeah, they called it, it late. See, the thing is, is if you don't call it and you're saving it, that's one thing. But when you call it late, it just, that's... That's just I let twenty five seconds run up. Exactly. Like, do you just do you just do you just save it, or do you just call it and look like a dope because you called it way late? I I mean I don't know. It's a toss up. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. So, um, our boy Zach from the Facebook. He says I'm just speechless. I can't believe it. Uh, what was Fuentes thinking? Completely shifted all of the momentum. Why did we walk away from Tucker in the run uh, and bleed the clock? The RPO was working first half, and then they completely abandoned it. Um, first of all, the Fuentes Cundiff deal. We covered that in, in, on the front end of this, but um, that was I'm with you, Zach, 100% on that. That was what did it, I feel like. Yeah, um, that was because you can even game you, you can bring up the fact that Schrader, okay, yeah, he should have definitely got a call on him the next ensuing drive, right? But nothing in the second half told me that just because they get a 15-yard penalty there that we wouldn't have just went 
three and out and punted anyway, right? Right. Um, that was just the way that it was going. Like I said, and like I said in the front end, we only had 45 um, offensive yards going into that last drive where we were going down to try to score, and we went 45 yards in that play. So 90, 90 yards and a half isn't really good. Clemson's D, they showed up. Second half showed up. Yeah. Uh, Maureen. For all the talk by analysts and commentators that Clemson is just too good of a team for Syracuse and Syracuse hasn't played anyone of their caliber to be tested, and even though they lost this game, damn it, it was not the game they said it would be. Syracuse being outmatched and finally playing someone that they couldn't beat because they came close to doing so. So, yes. It's a long way around to saying... They were poo-pooed, first of all, in Vegas when the spread came out, right? And then uh, all of the, you know, look, when you pick a winner, you pick a winner, right? It's not, it's, 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 it's not hard to say, oh, well, Clemson's I mean, win I this game. get it, but without what? our 12th man, DJU, then they would have covered the spread. So, I mean, but our defense, don't get me wrong, they need to make the plays, right? But I mean, he was he was just handing them to him. He might as well just handed the ball off to Jihad Carter and said, "Here you go, run 98 yards the other way." Or, he did you know. one time. Uh, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. And the interceptions were pretty bad too. So, um, like I said in the front end, we didn't stop him from driving. We, along with DJU, who helped stop them from scoring. So, you know, without those mistakes, some of those mistakes, and us, you know, taking advantage of those mistakes as far as you know, getting the ball, catching the ball, and stuff like that. Um, then they, they cover. And they dropped the pick six, too. Yeah, I mean, that's so easy to sit here and speculate that. <laughs> well, you can. You can go back and forth. That's what I mean. That's why it's so difficult to just say one player or another, you know? Uh, Brian played a clean game in the first half, led 21-10, a bunch of penalties in the second half, gave up 17 points. Missed a wide open. Here's the one I was talking about. Missed a wide open receiver in the end zone at the end of the game. We can still win out or be a two-loss team. Still a big improvement from last year, last three years. Um, well, two, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yes. So, look. Um there was a couple people, uh, Brian and a couple others, that mentioned a wide open receiver in the end zone uh, on that on that play where Schrader was intercepted. Um, my eyes were glued on what the hell was going on, and obviously I don't even know if they showed it on TV right at first or not. I'd have to go back and look. But um, Joe, you you kind of hit on it. You heard some people talking about it, but um, I don't know. I don't know what you do. In a situation like that, but he threw that ball wasn't a good throw. It was underthrown, right? So it wasn't his worst ball of the day, but it was the one that was that ended the game and was intercepted. So we can sit here and pick it apart all day, but at, you know, no, I mean it was inside. It was inside. That had to be about five more yards to the right. Um, and again, he can you blame the guy for the way that that D, Clemson D was pinning, pinning their ears back and coming again. They really didn't even have to blitz. Their top, Miles Murphy, Breezy, like they were all in there. Um, and, you know, he just had a bad pass and he was beat up. I mean, he played, you know, he got, he got beat up. He played a, a great first half and, and frustrating second half. 
Um, you know, and it's not like they, they didn't try. So, but there was some stuff out there that just in the second half looked super, super ugly. Uh, and like I said, that defense, they made adjustments that just, that I think were confusing the hell out of our offense to the point where Schrader didn't know whether to keep it or give it to Sean Tucker. Um, and it just never really looked like he had a hard time, had a hard time reading it in the second half and they, um, they shut him down with it. Yeah. I'm not and even got, sure if he hands getting, it off. It's getting it's going to be any different. I mean, we don't we don't know, right? We don't know exactly. And realistically, as well, um, you know, I like the fact that we did get like we that we've established a number one receiver. But if he's the only guy that can get open, that's a then it's going to turn into a situation where obviously the defense knows who to key on, but also. That's the only person that Schrader's going to key on. So you saw it at the end. I mean, the second half, he had no time, and he went passing downs. <clears throat> and um, he was looking – he had time to look to <laughs> Gadsden. And if he wasn't there, then he was trying to get out of there because he was about to get sacked. Um, and then when he's the only one that's open, then, you know, it's hard to have the confidence in the other guys. So, you know, I always talk about evolving on offense and everything like that. And, you know, Clemson just gave teams the, the playbook – on how to beat us now, whether or not other teams and other defenses have, I don't the think players. they got what it takes to do it. Right, Clemson does. Maybe a couple other teams that we're playing this year does, but not all of them do. But um, you know, imagine if we were to establish that yet fourth guy. You know, and I'm almost at a point now with I know Alfred. I think he probably has a problem running, you know, short routes, getting out of his breaks and stuff like that. But that guy, when he goes down the field and just do you throw him a jump ball? He can get it. He he catches it and he makes it. I mean, he makes stuff happen. So um, he's caught some touchdowns, some key long balls, and this year he seems to catch a very crucial. At least, usually it's a one catch for somewhere in the thirties that's very crucial to get a first down or something like that. So even if it's a situation where we're getting him three, four attempts down the field and just give him a chance, just throw the ball up, you know. Have yeah, I mean, he's else. done it. He's So what Garrett Trader said in his post-game presser was he alluded to the fact that someone else needs to step up. I mean, he came out and said it in public. And yeah. look, maybe you could sit here and then you could say, well, maybe that's a little too critical. Maybe you shouldn't do that. But it's true. <laughs> I mean, he's just saying what everybody else knows already. And uh, at the beginning of the year, we were looking for a number one to step up. Well, now we're looking for a number two. A number one's there. Now we're looking for a number two. And then after that, we're going to be looking for a number three. So, uh, like you said, you've said for the past three weeks um, that the evolution of the offense. I think that Syracuse comes out of this game not for anything. They're going to learn a lot, and you know they realize. I mean, hopefully, everybody you know these receivers know. I'm sure they do that. Yeah, I mean, they've got to, they've got to come out. Don't get me wrong. I mean, what we have can beat a lot of defenses and teams. I mean, we've already we already seen done that. it. Yeah, but when you want to get to that next level, you need more than you know. You need more than three. Yes, yes. Uh, Andy on Facebook, love Garrett Trader, but he is what he is. To beat Clemson, you need an elite QB. Um, so, I mean, he if you look at his stats, he's pretty damn good. So I, yeah. I don't know what you consider. I'm not going to put that on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I, I don't know what you consider elite Andy, but, I mean, he's pretty damn good. And I don't know if, you know, there was a lot of people bagging on Schrader after this and saying maybe, you know, he's not the guy. Or not, not so much that he's not the guy, but that this, a lot of this lays on him. And, I mean, But explain elite, though. Well, that's what I'm saying. What's elite? Because if you don't have the feet that Garrett Schrader has in this offense, like we've seen in our previous quarterback, 
you're going to get sacked. You're going to be on your butt. So, there. I mean, if we had an elite pocket passer who couldn't move, he was he would have got just sacked a lot more. We wouldn't have the RPO. We wouldn't have the yards and the touchdowns that Schrader actually got us on the ground. Um, and realistically, like I said, I'm, I mean, when you have uh, not as good an offensive line as the defensive line that you're going up against and your receivers can't get open, then sometimes that's not a quarterback thing. Um, let's see, Robert, this one hurts bad. Some of the penalties were warranted, but I honestly feel the ACC was panicking at the end of the half and aren't ready for Cuse to be the standard bearer. Uh, like we said, the, the, the officiating wasn't bad up until it was. I mean, they went two and a half quarters. It was pretty, well, probably more than that, actually. It, that was really good. I thought the officiating was fair. I saw... Mm. I saw everything that the refs were seeing when it was getting called and some things that weren't getting called, but I saw it on both sides of the ball. So I thought it was really fair. All of a sudden, it switched gears. And uh, it would, look, we can sit here and uh, come up with all kinds of conspiracy theories and whatnot. But at the end of the day, hmm. at the end of the day, like, like, like Schrader said, you got to overcome that stuff. Uh, like yeah. Michael again, Jones said, you got to go overcome that stuff. Um, some of that stuff, though, um, it's more demoralizing and deflating when it's self-inflicted, and you know you had the power to not do X, Y, or Z. Right. And that stuff you can control, you need to control. Stupid penalties, um, you know, whatever, whatever. If it's between penalties or bad plays or whatever the case is. Um, that stuff you can control, that's why you need to control it. It's because some of the stuff's out of your control and there's not going to be anything you're going to be able to do about it. Yeah. But, I mean, to look, it happens, right? I mean, we've seen good teams and, and sometimes some teams, I mean, shoot, we beat Purdue because a player did that, right? So, I mean, it's just, it's just it happens. And, 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 and there's nothing that says that if they did call that late hit on, you know, you want to see a fair game, right? So fair is fair. And obviously you got to be, you got to be honest with that. That's when they missed and I'm sure the ACC, you know, is going to eat that. I'm sure that's something that Dino is going to send in and they're going to, you know, get an apology or something like that. But that one, you know, that one, he should definitely stick his neck out. Right. For. But, but it's just, it's, it's just one of those things. Like I know that Zach had brought it up last week and everything. And it's just, I don't want to say that it's, it's ironic, but like, why is there always some type of play like that to happen? Just like, I mean, 2018 with, with Dungy, when we hurt Trevor Lawrence, we still had a situation where we had a first down, but then they called a, an eligible man downfield or whatever, took it away, and, um, and then allowed Clemson to get the ball back at the end of the game and then go down and score. So, um, you know, I'm sure some people think that, that there's something to it. I mean, they were, they were some, some Southern Fried refs, man. If there was Southern Fried refs, they were Southern Fried, bro. <laughs> I'm just saying. Uh, Richard, that doesn't mean I'm buying into anything. I'm just saying that they were great until they sucked. And it was quite the, quite the spin on a dime. Richard, this team let fans down today. Too many dumbass plays. Our QB doesn't think again on that last pass. They busted their asses, but the dumb plays gave the game away. Still love this team, but come on, game was all ours. Um, I don't know. Um, he had a couple bad passes, but 
None of them were picked off. One of them almost was. But Who? Schrader. No, I mean, at the end of the game, he had an interception, but, you know. Yeah, I'm you're... talking about leading up to that. He had some bad passes. Oh, up yeah. to that point, there was one that was in in a defender's hands that drop was dropped. Yes. And then, you know, he throws that, trying to win a game. Clock's winding down. You got no timeouts. I think it's, I think it's a lazy way to analyze the game. To say that's a dumbass play on Garrett Schrader's part. I, I mean, yep. that's, I don't know. And look, um, I feel like we call it like we see it most of the time here. I really yeah. do. But um, when you're hard on just the, the guy that's trying to make everything happen, I mean, he's, he's putting himself out there every game. Whether or not um, he needs to or not, he's sacrifices, <laughs> he sacrifices his body every game like Dungey used to, right? And we loved him for that. And um, it just his his mentality to win, and I think Babers was actually asked why this over the over in between the in between the NC State game and the Clemson game why he picked Garrett Schrader, and it was exactly that that he goes out there and he wants to he just got such a desire to win, and when you put your body out there like that, that that just shows that just shows your desire to win and and what kind of leader you can be if you're going to go out there and and expose yourself like that. Um, for your team, and in, in you expect your team to do those things for you. And he doesn't hold himself at a different standard, so to speak, right? So with all of that said, everybody makes mistakes. He made plenty of mistakes last year. We, we talked about him at nauseum last year. Yep. Uh, I mean, look, he's gotten – we've seen what he did last year, right? Yeah. And then he came in this year. Um, he's our quarterback. He's only a junior. Uh, he's going to be our starting quarterback next year. So, you know, buckle up for anybody who <laughs> thinks that Schrader's not supposed to be there. Um, and if he makes the jump he did from last year to this year, the same gap to next year, then he is going to be even better. Right. Uh, but why can't Clemson just be the better team? I mean, they're the better team. They got better players. Uh, I mean, it's just, they get top 10 recruiting classes. We're in the fifties and sixties every year. So, um, when there's that big of a gap and you have the different talent on a team, like, yeah, we are a talented team for sure, but there's gap, there's gaps in our depth and we can't just say, Oh, Schrader's not playing well. Let's bring in, you know, this, the number one five-star quarterback that we just got last year. That's freshman. Right. Um, alongside with the, the fact that what Clemson's offensive line versus our defense, is like what, 30, 40 pounds. Um, and we never really stopped them from consistently running the ball. So, Yes, do we put ourselves in position to win the game? Yes, but when you have teams that are that good, then you have to be perfect. And then the first half we were. The first half we were. Um, second half we were not. And the second half, once that other guy came in, they didn't really make mistakes. And you got to put up more points than that if you want to nail the coffin in a team like Clemson at Death Valley. And we just, we just couldn't do it. Um, that's just plain and simple. Season's not over. You know, it's just a situation that sucks because you see what happened. Oh, four turnovers. Plus, we stopped them in a fourth down. Like, that's most teams you're going to beat, right? But when you're at Clemson and you got that going on, and the next thing you know, momentum shifts, and then it's boom. You score a touchdown two minutes later after a three and out, you get the ball. And first play, boom, 50-yard touchdown. That's game. Yeah. I mean, that's I mean, what it wasn't game, but it took, it took them two, three minutes to basically erase everything that we had done in the first half in the half of the third quarter. 
Yeah. And that's what those type of teams can do. Um, <laughs> all right. Where was I? Where was I? Rich, those penalties hurt. If you look at the stat line, you would have thought that SU won. I don't know about that. The disparity in, in rushing yards was a little difficult to believe that they would have won. Uh, I digress. But they played a good game. No shame in losing to Clemson and Death Valley. Thank you, Rich. I mean, I, I totally agree. As difficult of a game as it was to lose and watch implosion happen live in front of all of our eyes. Dude, when I play Clemson, that's like what I wait for. I know. I know. But when it doesn't you, happen in the first quarter, then it's like, when's it going to happen? When's of, it going to happen? Because it's this. Because it's this. Because it's the, all, of the, all, of the, all of the anticipation of what... What could have been after that game? And a lot of that is just, you know, they they hearing and talking about Syracuse beating Clemson at home for the first time in 37 games or 38 games, right? Uh, you want to be the team that ends that streak. But I'll tell you, Syracuse had Clemson in their deepest hole of the season. They haven't led. I think I saw a stat on the, on there that said they hadn't led since 2018. Uh, against Clemson, so um, some things were accomplished. And Most teams have. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, some things were accomplished. I think it's fair to say that um, that they played a, a good game despite kind of um, just the self destruction. Uh, Nadal, one coach made adjustments and the others the other didn't. Plus, again, had horrible decision making. Call the timeout would have given us twenty six more seconds. Would have allowed us more options to maybe run it instead of risk the interception hard to say i mean who knows right so um you you should they should have would have could have called a timeout you talk about dino babers and and well dino babers is notorious for this but he hasn't done it all year Right, I mean, I can't think of, of of anything this year that I can really point to as far as game management no, situations. No, because everything's worked. Because <laughs> we're six and zero. Yeah, I know, but I can't think of anything though. But we didn't need. We weren't in these situations, right? But we right. actually were, though. We actually were. We were against UVA, and we were against Purdue a little bit. So, I mean, there were some things that that could have you know, could have gone wrong there as far as game management stuff. But no, my thing was is that if you I mean I don't know what the deal was because. If you if you call a timeout, I mean, even if you don't call a time, if you, regardless of what you do, if he because I know he was thinking he was are they going to go for field goal or are they going to go for it? You know, he wanted to see what he was he was going to do. Um, but regardless, if they get the first down, the game's over, right? So I, I just I just don't know why he didn't just immediately call it. I'm I'm with you. I mean, I think everybody's there. Um, let's see. All right. Mahir. Mahir is our basketball guy on Facebook, by the way. Um, and, and once in a while he chimes in. He watched the game. He says, all right, Sean, you know, I only pop up for basketball, but here I am. Fuentes with the horrible, uh, rough in the passer call was the turning point. Momentum shifted right there. Shipley on that Russian TD ran like his hair was on fire. Way too many three and outs for Syracuse. I know options are limited with passing, but Schrader, has got to do a better job. Tucker was wide open on the very last play, and yet he goes to Gadsden, who was covered by three Clemson defenders. So he goes on a little bit. So with with that said, I guess it was Tucker. He was the open guy. 
Um, I didn't see. I'd have to go back and look. And I just look. I just. I just went through this fan feedback not that long ago, so I. I did not have time to do so. But if you say so, I'll take your word for it. Um, yeah, the Shipley fifty-yard run was. Um, it was. It was a little demoralizing, but it wasn't done yet. You know what I mean? Like, could have regrouped after that and came it back. Felt, and, it felt done to me. It, <laughs> Yeah, I know. I know. I'm just saying. Yeah, it did. It did, but that was that was when they went for the two point conversion and missed it. No. Are you that sure? That was when they got it. That was yeah. when they got the ship, it. Okay. The Shipley okay. one right. was when they were it was twenty one sixteen. That put them up twenty four twenty uh twenty one. Okay. All right. Fair enough. Okay, so no. that was it. Yeah. Um but yeah, I mean Shipley was gonna rip one and if you'd have told me it took that long, I wouldn't have believed you. Right. So well, then it goes all the way back to you know, and I know that everyone wants to listen to or think about you know, the uh, the end of the game. But you know, remember the beginning of the game when we were going to kick a forty six to forty seven yard field goal, and we call a timeout because we think that we're going to get a delay of game. Schmidt goes and kicks it, kicks it short, and Babers didn't like that, so Schmidt didn't go back out there. And they tried to go for it, and then they didn't get it. So, um, I mean, even going back to a decision like that, like, I mean, we know that Schmidt can hit a 46, 47, unless yeah, something a weird decision, yeah. unless something's going on out there, right? Well, that, like, I mean, we don't, we don't know about with his legs or something. I don't know. Cause I mean, obviously there's some, there's always something that could be behind, you know, closed doors. We don't know about, but to me, that's, you know, get your stuff together unless Schmidt came out and for some reason said, but it's, I know it was outside, but 46, 47 yards, he should be able to hit. And, you know, you hit that field goal. Now you're talking 24, 27. And then at the end of the game, we would have needed a field goal instead of a touchdown. So, um, you know, there's all those, this, this those kind of plays too. Uh, by know, a lot of, a lot of ifs and buts. Yeah. By the way, uh, Zach says people on the, so he's on the, uh, on one of these message boards, which we're not allowed on anymore because I used I can't, I can't remember why, but we were kicked off for because uh, I did it under the Q Smolisha name, and uh, that was that. So <laughs> uh, people on the board are saying that he wasn't open. Talking about Tucker, the safety let up after the ball was thrown, so it appeared he was open. By the way, um, so that's you know, look, and that's the thing. Like, I mean, I didn't see it, I didn't notice it. We don't know what Garrett Trader's seeing. He even said in his in his presser at the after the game, he said, "Look, they're so disciplined to just, to to say, look, I haven't seen the tape, haven't watched the tape, but you know, it seemed like this, okay? So you know, to to just it's just being honest, right? And um, he said, you know, there's people in my face. I don't remember exactly uh, what happened, but you know, you got people in your face, and you're trying to go through progressions. Like I said, the, t- the clock's running. You got you're out of timeouts. Um, it's a desperation." Desperation move. Mike, on Facebook, Tucker only six touches. I think he had, he had five, but I get it. Um, Clemson made adjustments at the half, as you didn't. Defense caused four turnovers and didn't capitalize on them. Capitalized only on one, but absolutely. Um, definitely limited the points of Clemson, but um, a couple of those. I think one of those, I think it was the Shipley fumbled, was a three and out, if I remember right. So, yeah. you know. It's just, I, hate, I hate when, I mean, I know that, whatever. The whole, you know, make adjustments. To every team makes adjustments at halftime on offense and defense. So it's never a situation where the coaches don't make adjustments. It's just if another team if makes an adjustment or not. that works and takes your shit away, then 
they made a better adjustment. But we can't see. Don't sit here and act like, well, we just we just went into halftime and said, hey, we're good to go. We're not going to look at anything. Like you always make adjustments and look at things um, on offense and defense and especially the whole all three aspects of the game. So I just want to lay that to rest. Um, at you're getting upset right now. Why don't you calm down? Um, <laughs> yeah, you seem a little upset. Are you upset? You want to talk about it? I mean, I'm just upset at certain fans. That's all. Um, yes, Matt, I do. I get kicked out of everything. I do. Uh, at Sean Jacob Bean. There's a height limit. Oh, ow. Damn. <laughs> at Sean Jacob Bean. My first reaction was to blame the refs, but that would be too easy. The facts are um, that I like this one, by the way. Uh, we showed we belong on the same field. We played uh, mistake free in the first half. If we play mistake free in the second half, we win. End of discussion. Uh, P.S. Tucker needs more than six carries. Five. Uh, yeah, I mean, look, we can we can armchair quarterback the Tucker carries all oh, day. Yeah, That's an easy one. Um, and Mrs. Morona, she says, it makes me sad. It makes me sad too. Uh, real sad. I was real sad. But when you see it coming, it's a little easier to deal with. You know, I'm just going to leave it at that. At yeah. Ian, Ian Witch, typical away game against Clemson, strong for three quarters, then fall short. The team needs more depth, especially on the O-line and wide receiver positions. Defense, Schrader and Schrader and Sticker were great. Must be Tucker. That's an autocorrect. Schrader and Tucker were great. Proud of, <laughs> proud of the boys. Who else, who else would it be? Well, I'm you know when you're reading it and and you know you I mean, don't you proofread con- it. Yeah, use context use clues yeah, there, buddy. Yeah. Um, well, it's easy for you to say. You're not reading it. Defense. I Schrader, mean, I know how Schrader and Tucker were great. Proud of the boys, but the 11 point lead got me prepared for the W. Yeah, see, you, you did it. You did. Every, you did what we all did too. Which is to get to. I mean, literally, the only people that it. did anything was Schrader and Tucker and Gadsden. Yeah. So who did you think sticker would be? I mean, if you don't read it beforehand and you don't see sticker, it catches you off guard. So you 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 tend to rethink like, things you like as Ron you're trying Burgundy? to read. You, like you, Ron try- you read everything on the teleprompter? It's not a teleprompter. It's Twitter. Oh my lord. I'm just joking. Um let's see. It's, it's not funny. It's not a funny joke. It's not funny. At Q's Daddy, 44. It's, it's, it's not funny. I'm just it's, saying. It's you, read, funny. you read those. You read these better. About I read them. Joe I, Biden reads off the teleprompter. I read them so quick because there were so many. And I just took ones that were, if I read the first couple sentences and I'm like, oh, it sounds like it could be good. Then I go with it. That's the truth. That's it. And, and to be honest with you, it doesn't need to be as many as it was this time. It could be 12. I'll still do that because I, I, I get through it as quick as possible. Uh, at Q's Daddy. I just relived my worst nightmare from 2018. I'm reading it first. That game was exactly the same. All the way down to Schrader getting crushed on the final drive. The refs really effed us. God forbid the Golden Boys don't go to the college football playoffs. Dino choked on time management. So proud, but this one hurt. Go Q's. 
in a nutshell. And over and yeah. over. In a nutshell. Um, I just don't say. I don't understand how you can say. I mean, yes. Did you do? We, if there's there a missed call or if there's a call that someone made that you didn't think was good, I just don't want to see. Like, there's nothing that can that can come out and say. Like, yeah. You know, if if they call that call, nothing saying that Syracuse goes down and scores a touchdown or anything different happens. Um. Well, yeah. I mean, that's what fan feedback's all about, though. You don't know. You know what the hell. I guess some of it is instant, too, right? Yeah, absolutely. It's all you know, knee-jerk instant stuff. reaction stuff. Yeah, most of it is. I mean, these the the comments were filled within a couple hours after the game was over. It was a noon game, so I mean, it just it floated around all day, and people were pretty much instantaneous with it. Um, I don't want to see another. I'm proud of this team comment. I'm proud of this defense keeping us in this game. Offense was horrendous. Sean only had six rushes. Our QB ran nowhere. I'm. Pr- I'm proud of this defense for causing turnovers and keeping us alive. It was a defensive game. I mean, their offense didn't do a whole lot either. So, I mean, they did enough to win. But for what they were coming into this game, you know, you maybe expected a little bit more. Well, Angelole, having a decent year, got benched. I mean, straight got benched. Mm -hmm. He's perfectly fine, other than his play. So... (laughs) Which goes Other back to the defense, but I'm just saying, yeah. But <laughs> well, that one that slipped out of his hand that he ended up recovering, that was like trying to sidearm something it looked like. and it just He was he, just trying to bring it up. He just was off. And that's, you know, that's what Dabo alluded, alluded to in his, his postgame presser. It's just like, you know, just like baseball, you know, sometimes, you know, your pitcher doesn't have the best night. You got to bring in the reliever to kind of get the job done. Um, but he still says that, I mean, it's not a permanent move, right? Of course, we we all have to believe what head coaches say, right? On the um, backs of, from, um, go ahead, finish up. What no, you're I'm just saying it's just a situation where Dabo's saying that they're sticking with DJ, but you know we've heard that stuff before. It'd be interesting to see. I'm sure. I'm sure they will. On the on the backs of uh, E. Konecki's tweet, there is this one, and this wasn't planned. At Lin PD, proud of them. Could have won, yes, but. Cannot be upset about getting it this close and sending QB2 in because QB1 was not getting it done. Silenced 81,000 for a good long while. All great things. Uh, Penalties were ridiculous. Bad calling, but we were in it. Yes, we were in it. At Demi-Dome, soul-crushing. At the Big E, 228. (sighs) Ah. Showed me every game. Uh, show me every game on the schedule is winnable. Uh, Syracuse. I don't know if they should have won, but they didn't take advantage of a lot of opportunities and hurt themselves. Big asset from Zebras too. So yes, the most important part of this whole thing is that it sh- showed him that every game in the rest of the schedules is winnable, and that's yep. totally possible. I mean, yep. uh, do I think they? Do I think they can do it? Yes. Do I think they will do it? I don't know. I mean, we got to see where we're at. I mean, I, I don't think they go. The I don't think they go eleven and one, right? Well, and but, that's you know that's why I wanted to you know that's where I was with the, even the expectations. I mean, even if they beat Clemson, yeah, it's going to be great, right? We most likely have game day coming up to Syracuse with Notre Dame going up there. Um, you know, I, I mean, there's going to be people talking about college football playoffs and going to the ACC championship game and everything. And um, honestly, like. I don't 
we eventually would have stumbled with the way that you know with with our schedule and with everything like that we eventually would have would have stumbled um but you know it's also a situation where you know we can definitely still make a really really good good go at this you know um we were good the year when we had Dungey, but no one thought we were going to the college football playoffs, you know, anything like that. You know, we still have an opportunity to where we could do better than, than, than Dungey. And maybe that's the, the Google, the team's goal now at this point is maybe, you know, get to a 10 wins in the regular season and maybe get on a, you know, a new year's day bowl, a new year's six bowl. Um, because that's still definitely available. But, um, but yeah, we just got to pump the brakes with being all just, Upset, and I know that they talk about moral victories, and I hate that. I hate. I get it. I get it. Um, competitive as anybody else, but before this game, and I mean, first off, the point spread, you know, was obviously disrespectful. Everyone was talking about what the 88th best um, schedule that we had, toughest schedule, um, and that we were lucky to be undefeated. And you know, our defense is ranked good because of the the, the teams that we played against. And um, we laid that all to rest. Like, I don't – I get that, you know, you want to win the game. And I hate the whole moral victory thing. But at the end of the day, there was a bunch of people that thought we were going to get killed noon on Saturday. And I think that every casual fan – because there wasn't really a competitive game that was going on. So I think a lot of just average just college football fans, if they were watching a game at noon, it was this one. Uh, especially when you get up twenty-one ten and you're an upset alert. Oh, so yeah. I mean, uh, you know, I think I think that we had gotten. I mean, we've gained. We actually gained the respect. You know, I mean, we saw that by only falling back two spots. And um, I think that there's a whole bunch of just average fans out there that understand that we have a, we have a really good team and we could compete with most of of all of the teams in college football. You think falling back two spots is legit, right? You don't have a problem with that, right? No, I mean you can't, you know you're not gonna you're not gonna go up after a loss, right? So, well, it depends a lot on what else. Two is legit, and we're still ahead of the fighting Devitos. So, yeah, just barely though. <sighs> yeah, like I said, sign it's, it up. It's shaping, sign it up now. Syracuse, it's, Illinois. It's shaping up to be special. I'm telling you, that Chase Brown, right? Chase Brown, did he lead the country in rushing? I mean, he's damn I close. I don't know if he leads the country in rushing, but I bet you he leads the country in attempts because I see him with thirty plus. <laughs> Does he? He gets a lot. And that of defense carries, huh? and that defense is legit too. So I mean, they play. Look, it's Brett Bielma. They play old school Wisconsin. You know, slow it up. You run it down your throat. Have a tough defense, and then you play action people. Um, and that's the type of offense that Tommy DeVito is better in. You know, I don't think that he was built for the type of offense that Dino wanted him to play. Uh, and now he's in a better fit. So. Like yeah, I said, yeah, kudos yeah. for him, but at the end of the day, he threw shade at Syracuse the first game after the Wyoming yeah, he, game. Now, look, I will admit I didn't think that they were going to be where they are right now. I did think that they were going to start losing some games when they got into the Big Ten, but um, they not, surprised the me. The Big Ten's not that great, though, either. I mean, Well, they're not playing a lot of the big teams either. They haven't played the Ohio States or the Michigans or the uh, Penn States or anything like that, so... I think they only have one of those games anyway. I think they play Nebraska this week. But, yeah, um, you know, he threw shade at Syracuse, and uh, I would love to see this defense um, be able to line up against him and see what they can do against us. Chase Brown is leading, according to NCAA.com stats slash football. He's leading the country in rushing yards with 1,059. 
What about carries? Um, or is that not there? I'm not sure if I'm not sure if carries is on here, but check it out real quick. Let's go to let's go to um, Matt in the Spotify live green room. Matt, are you there? What's up, fellas? What's going on, man? How you doing? What's up, man? Oh, not much, not much. So first off, I want to point out that <laughs> Fuentes was pushed. Like, if you guys have not had a chance to see Mike McAllister's timeline, he was absolutely pushed on that personal foul by Clemson to get the guy out of bounds. So that wasn't a question of whether or not he was making a heady play. Fuentes was pushed into him. So I'll have to look at that. I I I I I saw enough replays where I didn't know I didn't notice it. Uh, check it out on Mike's timeline. He's got it right there right now. He just posted it not that long ago. Okay. Well, what did you see before you saw the timeline? Before I saw the timeline? Yes. I saw what you guys saw. Okay. But Mike made a great point, and it looked like he was pushed. Okay. Um, well, I'll check it out. Yep. And second. Um, we just had a playoff contender on the ropes and the entire nation tuned into this game. Like everybody was watching everybody to watch, not Clemson. They were watching Syracuse because we were winning and we looked like the better team. Absolutely. So if you guys do not think that we belong on the same field as a playoff contender, not you guys specifically, but I'm saying fans, like, if you do not think that we belong on the same field with them, they haven't lost there since 2016. That's a long time, a yeah. very long time. And we had them on the ropes. We had everybody tweeting about it. We had everybody tuning into it. it it's It wasn't just our fan bases. And if you look across the other fan bases, what are the LSU fans saying about the game? That tuned in to watch Syracuse. What is Alabama saying about the game? They tuned in to watch Syracuse. They're saying Clemson escaped and the refs helped them. Like, that's not us saying that. Um, we had them on the ropes. We looked like the better team. And that's just, that's my takeaway. Like, we could have pulled off the impossible. That's a very long win streak. That's a very, very good football team that we belonged on the same field with. And let's not forget, we were preseason picked to finish last. Like, we should not have been in yeah, this game. No, this team true. is good. Yeah. This team is nasty. We have players all over the field. We have NFL players, and we belonged on the same field as Clemson on that day. And, like, that's my biggest takeaway. And I think that going into the Notre Dame game, we should be on the same field with them, too. Like, we absolutely have a chance to beat them just like we had a chance to beat Clemson in Death Valley. And if that game was in the Dome, Clemson would have been losing that game. Like, there is no doubt in my mind. Like, they would have had... I agree with that. They would have had a very, very tough time with our crowd. So, oh, yeah, totally. I mean, it's, that, that's just my takeaway. And the other thing is, too, next year the ACC is getting rid of divisions. And if this game was next year, we would have been playing them in the ACC championship game. It's just that mm -hmm. we're in the same division. I mean, that other side is garbage, and we're clearly, we're clearly right there. And yeah, it's it's, it's unbalanced for sure. The division's unbalanced. It's it's yeah. terrible. It's absolutely unbalanced, and we would be playing them in the championship game. So with a chance to ruin their playoff chances, and it looks like right now they might be playing North Carolina. 
I mean, North Carolina, they're yep. pretty good. Um, I don't want to take anything away from them, but I, I think that we're better, you know? Um, and I think that a lot of the, a lot of the stuff on the sideline, like, I don't want, I don't want to blame the refs, but, uh, that Fuentes penalty, like it, it, on their touchdown drive, their best offense was well, quite clearly our penalties. You, you, so I'm you looking at this, I'm looking at this and I showed it to YouTube live. Um, it was up there and Joe, I don't know if you pull it up, but I don't, I don't he know. Got pushed. It, it, yeah, it's just, but I don't know if it was enough. I, I would take I a little, know, I would it would ta- be hard to gauge. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I would take a little bit of heat off of it, but it looks like to me that even if he doesn't get touched, he's running into him regardless. Yeah. And I mean, if even, even as much as it sucks, like we were in position, like we were up at halftime, I think by 11. And I mean, even going into the fourth quarter, we were up, we were beating a playoff contender in their own place, in their own place like most of the game, you know, and into the fourth quarter, we were winning. That's not a game Syracuse should be in, a typical Syracuse team. If you can't get up for this team and go make some noise in the Notre Dame game because we lost in probably the toughest environment in college football and we made everybody take notice. We made the nation take notice. Everybody watched us. They didn't watch that game because of Clemson. They turned it on because we were whooping them. You know, like that's just, and we almost, I mean, if that game turns out a different way, we put DJ in the portal, you know, like (laughs) it's, it's our defense is sick and they weren't able to do anything on us. You know, they, they wouldn't even really pass the ball downfield. So, I, I mean, yep. if we had Garrett healthy, you know, I mean, and to be honest, I, I don't want to take anything away from Isaiah Johnson. Like, man, that kid. He had a great game. He's, he's good. And I don't think that I don't think that, that pass interference, like, it was a physical play. It really the one, was. The one in the end zone? Yeah. I mean, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty he was, tough. He was making a play on a it ball. Was. He was making a play on the ball. Like, yeah, there was contact. But I felt like the contact was, like, after the ball was there. And he was making a play on the ball. They say they said that he was going through the receiver. His other arm was on his hand, his, his other arm was, but we you could go if you want to get like that and you want to call that that late in the game, then we can go back through the footage and, and probably find ten instances where you should have called it before. And yeah. so you let him play the whole game, and it's coming down to the wire, and there's something in the end zone, and that happens. That was just decent defense, in my opinion. I mean, I just. I mean, what do you do? I mean, and it's ticky tack to even sit here and talk about it. I understand that because Joe's throwing his hands up, but, um, <laughs> but it is it is ticky tack to even talk about. I mean, it, it, but it was. I can understand that call. I can understand. That. I can understand that call, but that point in the game when it hasn't been established as like the line in the sand, you know, yeah. you, you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. just. Like I said, well, it's, it's, I, it sucks because these type of games, right? And we've we've played competitively, and we've talked about this. Like they play competitive, and they compete against these teams that, like to what Matt alluded to, so a lot of people don't think we should be on the same field. You know, we got three stars playing against five stars, and we're winning the game. And it's a situation where you know you hate to not get the win, and then you know, obviously there's. You could, 
you know, the no moral victories and everything. But also, like, we usually beat the crap out of ourselves trying to win these games <laughs> against these teams. So it's, again, where are, where are we physically next week for Notre Dame? Because, yes, can we play on, Notre, on the field with Notre Dame? Can we compete with them? Absolutely. But who's going to be available? At what where's our health meter? Where's our health meter? You know? Yeah, exactly. I have no idea. And Notre Dame's going to come in and bang. And they got big offensive line interior people. This is going to be another game where they line up and they try to run the boss 50, 60 times against you because why throw an interception? Why throw it up there at, per chance? You know, they're going to be very, very safe with the ball. Um, and they just lost another game, I think, last week, right to Stanford or something like that. So Yeah, they did. I so, mean, it's just one of those things. And I, I, I do believe, are they coming off a bye? No. I think they might be coming off. No. Oh, no, they didn't play this week. They did not play this week. Yes. Right. So, I mean, you oh, know, it's, it's tough because, you know, the, the big thing is, is are we going to let this game kill the rest of our season? Is this game going to kill the rest of our season? How many people aren't going to play next game? Is this going to be in the back of the head of uh, what it could have should us and we could have been in the ACC championship game and this, this, and that when if you keep your eye on the prize and you might get through the rest of the season with maybe one or two other losses and to have a magical season like we all thought with Dungey. Now that, that year, we were picked last in the ACC in our division, and we ended up going 9-3 and three with one Clemson win away from having a spot in the ACC championship game and pretty much kind of in the same exact situation this year. Matt, thanks, buddy. I, I, I love when you call in. You always got great things to say, and um, we appreciate it. And, and thanks for tuning in even when you don't come on. So that's a big deal. We really appreciate it. All right? Yep. All right. Uh, hey, by the way, oh, damn, I should have asked him while he was gone. Well, look, I have trivia teed up, too, by the way. I think it's a little no, late mean, to start this now. You could now. probably come back. It's, pro- it's probably too late to start this now. But maybe the Notre Dame preview. It's time for trivia because I've got a uh, I've got a Floyd Little signed card to give away as uh, as a prize, big big prizes here on the Cuse Militia podcast. So uh, we have some basketball trivia teed up, and uh, get in the Spotify live green room to um, be eligible because you got to go through that to get on. And do trivia. I'm pretty sure I can bring more than one person on at a time to speak. And we can play a little game. We can play us a little game. Pretty sure? I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure this thing, this app is pretty badass. Pretty much does whatever I want it to do. Yeah. No, I mean, we got to get more. It'll be the same four people. Well, I only need two. The same two people. I only need two people to play the game. It's a two-person game. So, trivia? Yeah, I mean, well, I guess we could do a three-person game. But, you know. Um, it doesn't matter. I mean, or I need it to be one, and if they don't get it, then no, no. I want them to play each other. I want them. To, I want to. I want to see a grudge match in in Syracuse trivia. That's what I want. Now you don't want them to see, to see them play against the answer, but then one question. No, you either win no, it or you no, don't. No, Boom. no, no. I'm giving away. I'm giving away something unique and nice. Floyd Little signed card. It's five questions. Best out of five. Gets it. What does that even mean? What do you mean? You got to get three right. I mean, I have so many questions. <laughs> what's, what's, it's not that. Is anyone else having a hard time following me? I mean, are there the Two same people questions? play the game. I ask the question, you buzz in. 
Okay, you buzz in by oh, yeah, yelling your name. Buzzers. You buzz in by yelling now? your name. This, do you ever listen to talk radio? You buzz in by yelling your no. name. So what would you say, Joe? If you were buzzing in, what would you say? What would you say? Joe. Jo- there you go. There you go. That's what you would do. Exactly. I didn't. I, I exactly. never said I couldn't follow instructions. I'm just exactly. saying that I had questions. That's all. Like, we don't have buzzers. Well, you buzz in by buzz. shouting your name. Your name. You could do that. You could do that. And you can call yourself whatever you want to call yourself. Anthony calls himself Daddy. He can call himself Daddy. I don't care. Now, does, this, does it start when they start or when they end? Um, what do you mean? So, like, oh, when uh, whoever I hear first, whoever I hear first, and you and I judge that, it's based, that's purely just us purely listening. just subjective between two people. Yeah. Pretty it's much. Just, I mean, this thing, okay. this isn't perfect. I mean, you're not paying to play. It's not, you know. Semantics. We'll figure nah, it out. I just like you got to do it once to figure it out. And we haven't figured just, it out. But anyways. Sure, sure it's going to go great. I'm sure it'll be fine. I'm sure it'll be fine. It took me a while to get to these questions. Because believe it or not, it's not like it's something easy to find. Uh, I think I'm done talking about this game. Uh, I just realized Are they that. basketball questions? There are basketball questions. We got basketball coming up. And so we should wait for the basketball podcast. No, but. no, I can. We can do this anytime we want. Syracuse sports. We can do it whenever we want. So, um, <laughs> awful. You, you, what? You want me to come? You, oh, fine, yeah. fine. You want me to come up with football questions? No, I will. I mean, I will. Okay, you come up with football questions, then, and we'll we'll play it your way first. How about that? play it my way what does that even mean you want to do football first we'll do football first i mean basketball's around the corner something to get excited about got some basketball questions together i thought it'd be interesting thought it'd be exciting damn but i mean let's stay relevant it is relevant it's two weeks away i think it's one week away for an exhibition game is it not oh let's get pumped up for marathon oil hold on yeah well i mean look basketball season starting we get to see the team it's fun it's oh, is fun. this the time? Was Clemson was Clemson the game? Did we start getting this, this 20, basketball? Twenty fifth. So yeah, twenty fifth Tuesday, guys. Tuesday, Indiana, oh, PA no, exhibition. Um, I'm done with this game. I'm done with Joe. I'm done with this whole damn thing right now. Come on, I'm man. I'm done with the Spotify Stop. Live. Why? Um, it's clo- it's, it's clogging okay? up my Wi-Fi, huh? Are you okay? Because now you're I'm in fine. a mood. I'm I mean, fine. It's... I think an hour and a half of this straight is enough for one night. And, um, you know, I'm just looking at the rest of the comments via Twitter. And, and they're, they're all not the same. that good. They're just not that good. I mean, it's a lot of complaining. Um, and, you know, I I'm, I'm, I'm think I've heard enough. I didn't realize it was going to take a toll on me until it did. And I'm there. No, well, yesterday was a big toll. I think we all took a little toll uh, yesterday. Well, I don't think it was that bad, but... Um, oh, I mean, it was... Come on. Most of us were sitting in our living room thinking like, oh my God, <laughs> 7-0, oh, college football playoffs, like ACC championship. I was, I was thinking ACC championship. I wasn't, I, was, I wasn't there at the college football playoffs yet. I was at ACC no, championship. No, but those rankings though. are coming up. If you're undefeated... Yeah. When you're in the top 10, you're going to be in those rankings. So 
For sure. For sure. Yeah, there was just a lot of people, I think, that were just looking ahead of like what could have been, right? I don't think there's anything and, wrong with that either. No, absolutely not, right? And obviously, we know expectations change as the season goes along, but I mean, we still have to remember where we came from, right? Where did we like, come from, Joe? We came from a situation where most people didn't think we were going to get a bowl game. Where Vegas had us at what three and a half wins well, over that, under that four. whole that whole thing that whole preseason thing was such a joke, man. I, I don't even know what they go off of for that because I I think they uh, have no idea. They go off of last year. They don't go in depth enough to look to see who was injured, who's coming back, the coaching changes, all that other stuff. And it's hard to one hundred and thirty one teams. It's hard to well, so you gotta do something. You got to do the top fifty. Gotta take some time right. in the top fifty. I mean, we, we couldn't say so, we weren't in the top fifty. Yeah. So I mean, you know, four or five years ago, we had a great season and we lost to Clemson, and we had to wait and see. Right? These next five games, I, if we end up going five and zero, oh, and we end up going eleven and one, then people are going to be okay with this Clemson game. Well, I mean, they sure they might talk about the what could have been, um, but that's not. I mean, that's not what we. As Syracuse fans are, are it's not what we're used to, right? And again, that's why it's been a I rough couple some, years, the so, COVID year. Well, and, and so many fans, I think that's why that upset them so much because it's like we're never there, right? We're never at this point, and it's it's like, why not us? Why can't we? You know, and alluding to what Matt said, as soon as we get rid of divisions, imagine this season with this team if we didn't have Clemson on the damn schedule. If the Clemson was a Virginia Tech, yeah. Or something, right. anything else other than Clemson. Anything else other than Clemson. Any yeah. other team other than the other side. Even if it was North North Carolina, like there's going to be te- there's going to be years now every other year where we're not going to have to play against Clemson, and it's going to be only once every four years that we actually play them at Death Valley. So that's going to make it an opportunity to where we can actually, in a season like this or a season like Dungy's, actually do better than you know, what the record might show. So, yeah. And we move on when Clemson is behind us. It's done and over with. I don't want to hear another freaking thing about it. No. Uh, Now we wait and see who's healthy enough, you know, listen to what Peyton coach says tomorrow. And we move on to Notre Dame and prove that this isn't going to be like one of the other seasons where we do good in, you know, September, compete, but lose in October and then get slaughtered in November. Yeah. True. And even if we did, we're still going to a bowl game. So there's that. And that's that's that. So, anyways, so. The Illinois would be fun though. Dad, I like I said, it would be And we got to win a couple more for that, I think. So. And they should yeah. just set that up out of pure just irony. They should. Plain and simple. Absolutely. It's a money maker. So. Yep. Look. Um, like I said, oh, another look. Bowl. We got another right, look. Okay, go on. Look, right, I'm what, just saying, what are we right in at? New York City. Oh yeah, right in New yeah. York City. He's from Jersey. Syracuse is right. I mean, pinstripe bowl would be perfect. Another pinstripe bowl. Okay. All right. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, I wouldn't want to go to it, but. Uh, I mean, I don't think you're catching me in New York City anytime soon. That place needs to be cleaned up a little bit first. (laughs) But I'm just saying, as far as location and when you said irony, I think that that would be pretty funny. Yeah, I totally agree. All right. Look, we appreciate each and every one of you. Thank you for jumping in 
the Spotify Live Green Room. All of you, if you if you're even there, I can't tell on on YouTube Live. We appreciate you. Got this thing nailed down pretty good as far as the live stuff goes. So we will continue it. I think so. Can't wait. We will see you Tuesday for Joe. I'm Sean. We're out. Peace. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates Northbrook, Illinois.